another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today I am joined by Erica Lee Mills. Now, Erica and I have never met. Um, she is someone that I follow on Instagram, and I think she's really fun. She caught my attention because she is a Weight Watchers ambassador, um, and she's lost 150 pounds over the last two years with Weight Watchers. And unlike a lot of kind of weight lossy accounts that are out there, I feel like she has a very real look at uh, a real perspective of like what it's like to kind of take that journey and why it works for her. Um, Erica, I think your account is amazing. And I think you're amazing. She works as uh, an assistant director of enrollment communication at her alma mater, uh, Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio, not Kentucky. She puts that in parentheses with a huge, yeah, very important, not Kentucky. Um, She leads and coordinates all the events and visits. She hosts for prospective students through the office of admissions. That's a very cool job. You do event planning, you said? Yes, that's my primary role. So now you're kind of introducing it into like the education space. Yep. yep. And she has two puppies. She has a husband. And she says if she goes missing, the first place to look for her would be an outlet mall, running (laughs) local trails, uh, or one of the trifecta, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, and Marshalls. You can also find my body there as well. (laughs) I want to be buried in the kitchen section at Home Goods. Um, I want my funeral to be in Target. Um, No, it's awesome. I mean, you and I have never met. This is our first time talking, but I've loved your Instagram. Thank you so much. I come to this podcast episode as a huge fan of Caroline because I truly have, you know how you just have those people that you follow on the internet and you never really interact with them, but you just, they just like pop into your life and you read the things they write and you Mm -hmm. follow their tweets and their Instagram. And then you feel like weirdly connected to a strain. Like that's the role that you have. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's really exciting. So this is exciting for me, oh. I like really. I love the book and um, the podcast and everything. So this is this is fun, and I appreciate what you said about my Instagram. It has been it's a, great a very surprising byproduct of just you know trying to be my good self and and you know be honest. And it, there was absolutely no intention to like get some folks on Instagram to follow along or yeah. or you know it, it was not an intended thing to happen it just kind of happened and it's been really fun and rewarding it's very cool to watch your journey and I say that you know with all transparency that I am you know sort of a a disordered eater in recovery Mm -hmm. and I find some things in this same vein to be a little triggering for me and uh, but I also just really I like you so I really like following along with you (laughs) You yeah it's definitely walking the line of you know I've always been a proponent of body positivity, especially, you know, like I was really heavy for a long time and was really happy and confident with myself. And, um, I think it, it can be complicated to, to, to be body positive, but also somebody who, yeah, Mm it's so I, I don't have easy answers for it, but I, I, I think acknowledging that is part of, um, you know, a a good perspective to have. I'm so glad you said that because it actually hits on the nose of why I like your account is because I don't love like before and after, like you put up one today that was like, this is me and this is also me. And like, (laughs) there's just a weight difference between. And I just, I really, for me personally, and I blanket that with like, this is just about me, you know, that Mm -hmm. really helps because like, you know, health at every size is important to me. Like, like fat acceptance is important to me. Being happy in your body is important to me. And it seems like you kind of just challenge yourself to like, you know, connecting with people, they're like, I'm miserable. I'm so unhappy. And what can I do? And, you know, the first thing to do is to examine like, why, 
I don't know. I don't, I, I always feel kind of bad, like giving like advice because I don't right, feel like an like, expert. Oh, I'm but, a therapist. But, yeah, like, but it's, it's like, true. For me, the mental side of it has been so important. And I think when you, there, there are so many complicated emotions tied into the way you see yourself, confidence, body image, everything. Mm-hmm. And when you are venturing into, you know, tackling eating habits or trying to get active or whatever, whatever the goal or intentions may be. Mm. If, if you're hoping that at the end of it all, you're going to like yourself, it can be really disappointing when you hit a goal or you hit a milestone and you're like, wait, I still don't love what I see in the mirror. Or I still feel uncomfortable in, in front of, um, you know, a partner, or I still don't love, I just, just don't care for myself as much as I thought I was going to now. So So, like acknowledging that and you can't, you can't, pin all of your hopes and dreams on like this specific thing you're going to see on a scale mm. or this specific accomplishment. Like it, you, it's, it's a part of your life. It's not defining. It can't define everything about it's not what gonna you're be doing the thing. and who you are. It's just like, oh, I thought, you know, being in this relationship would like fix everything. I thought like yeah. buying this outfit would fix everything. I thought losing yep. 20 pounds would fix everything. Getting a promotion, like right. whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I'm so happy that you're here. I wish you had said <laughs> hi sooner because I was so excited <laughs> to talk to you. And I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, so now I need to know, what did you bring? Okay. I love this product. It is, I think, in the vein of the famous scraper. Okay, uh, which is Alison Roman's recommendation, yes. the mat fur. Yep. Yeah, which I just one. refer to as the scraper. The, scra- I still, the scraper. I, it's sitting in my Amazon cart. I have not purchased it yet, but I am, am I just have to like hit I don't I know hear what you. Pull that trigger. Yeah. yeah. I just got to do it. It's, I yeah. mean, you cook, so anyway, right? Do you cook? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Do. Get it. Yep. You got to get it. I know I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do it when I get done with this podcast right now. Um, okay. (laughs) So my product is the, this is a terrible title. It's the slip X solutions, bottomless bath overflow drain cover. What a name. I know like that just rolls right off the tongue. (laughs) It is so appealing. Everybody's going to want to want one just because of what it's called. (laughs) So basically it's like this I don't even know, rubber or silicone, I probably should have looked, (laughs) cover that you put on your bathtub drain, like the overflow drain, that gives you an extra three to four inches of water in your bath. Okay. And so I have always been like a water baby, like as a, I mean, we have home video of me like diving into the pool at like, as soon as I could walk. And baths were always like an extension of being in the pool. And so it was never deep enough. It was never... Like I just really needed to be in the water. And Mm. as I've gotten older, I've realized like, oh, bathtubs are just small and I'm not getting this like deep, luxurious experience that I want and found this little knickknack thing. It it literally used like suction cup it to the drain and it covers up the overflow so that you can run the water a little bit longer and it adds like three to four inches to the top. Which makes a huge difference because we've all gotten in a bath where we're like, wait, why is like half my body like still exposed? Like why is the water going down? I would even like keep the water running, which this is so wasteful and (laughs) terrible. And like, I I have flashbacks to like the Nickelodeon commercials that were like, don't run the water while you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. I'm thinking of Sesame Street. uh, Yeah, exactly. about it. But when I was taking a bath, I would like leave the water running and let it keep draining because I just wanted it to be a little bit higher, which is terrible. Well, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So this makes it like every bathtub I've ever had has been like an apartment 
bathtub. So mm-hmm. they're never big. They're never like spacious or, or anything like that. So this makes these little basic bathtubs just a little bit more enjoyable. That is so awesome. Is it expensive? Yeah. Is it cheap? It is not. It is it is eight ninety nine on Amazon. And I don't right. know. Yeah, the price is mm-hmm. very right. I don't know if it's like, you know, where I, I'm guessing you probably find them also at places like Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, like probably. a Target. Sure. Yeah, Target, that kind of thing. I've I just kind of looked for it on Amazon and found it. Um, I didn't even know it was a thing that you could do. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to ask. How did you like come up with Googling this? So um, a friend of mine had, you know, like everybody does the bath bomb selfie in the bathtub. Yes. Like with your, you got to like get your toes and your, poking right, and your out. book and your wine. Yeah. Yeah. And it took like selfie. 10 minutes to pose it, but you're trying to make it seem like you just casually took <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like putting your legs bath. at the correct angle. Yeah. yeah I oh, totally my, get yeah, it. Yeah. My toes look weird. Let me adjust. Right, right, right. Yes. And then. Yes. So uh, a friend of mine had posted her own version of a bathtub selfie and had that thing on it. And Mm -hmm. she posted like, oh, I don't know how many people know about this thing, but it was a life changer. And so I I just immediately went and looked for it on Amazon and found it and bought it. I mean, within an hour. Those Those are like literally my favorite kind of products that we talk about here on this podcast, because it's like, it's one of those things that you walk around for like a month being like, if only that thing existed. And then you find out that it does exist and that it can yeah. be yours for under $10. That's the best. Um, yeah. And, and this there's is... no, like, there's never going to be a commercial for this. Exactly. There's never going to be like some boutique company that is going to advertise this to you. And it's, it's just a exactly. random product. I'm yeah. sure after we're done talking about it, I will get an Instagram advertisement for it. <laughs> that's sort of how it works. It's like, hey, ever like get in the bath and, you know, it's, it's not enough. too fast. Um, <laughs> do you have like yours in a certain color? Like are there are there like, designs? Like is there sort of some aesthetic that goes along uh, with this so, product or is it very functional? It's very functional. It's clear, which and then there's a um, a hole at the top of the circle so that if you like I don't know, aren't paying attention and you're just like, oh yeah, chasing like the depth of the water to get it as deep as possible. If it gets to the point where it's going to overflow your bathtub onto the floor, there's like an emergency hole at the top so that that doesn't happen. That's awesome. Um, Very thoughtful. Yeah. So it's clear. I, when I was going, uh, when I was looking for like the official name of the product, um, I saw like other versions of it from the same company that were like 1099 or 11, which I think might have like extra bells and whistles but the one that I have is I think is is just the most basic um and it does fit on like your most standard circular like overflow drain that is so interesting I I feel like so I have a bath in my um I had a bath in my New York apartment by the time people are listening to this I've already made the move to LA which is happening (laughs) in the next couple weeks and I don't have a bath there and I'm kind of bummed because I really liked my bath in New York in theory. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons I didn't like it, and I did, and I really took time to like really clean it out. A lot of people are like, oh my God, do you use your bath in New York? I'm like, well, yeah, if you like bleach it and clean it regularly, like you can take a <laughs> bath, like you weirdos who don't wash the bath. It's not like a self-cleaning <laughs> thing, you guys. Um, <laughs> Which but, is an important lesson that you don't, don't learn even get me until started. you have your own bath. There are whole things you have to clean as an adult that no one tells you about. Like, no. well, I had to, I had to clean the walls in my home. Like I had to wipe down. I've still never washed a wall in my life. I and then I'm right. Like I'm here. I'm here disparaging our bathtub non-cleaners, and I'm like, I don't scrub my walls. Do you wash your walls? This is impressive. No, like I, I, I we've been in the same rental house for um, I want to say five or six years, and I just did like a really deep clean recently, and realized like oh, oh there's 
du- is that dust on my walls? Like, oh my that's a, is that also a thing you have to clean? Like, I don't know. Like, you do have standard. to, you do have to get your vacuum up in the crevices for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, I've, I've noticed sure. that. One of my least favorite. So my apartment in New York got a ton of light and I would always say like, I hated the summer because the light would just shine <laughs> into my kitchen and like just highlight every speck of dust and like grime. Yeah. And you know, when you live in New York or at least wh- where I lived in New York, you know, your apartment has not been updated in a long time. Like you're not yeah. living in like a hotel. Um, right. And so, you know, I loved my apartment and it was great, but of course it was old and it had seen, had seen a lot before we came uh-huh. to live in it. And, and every, I like prefer it in the dark. I'm like, it looks better when like you can't oh, see. Yeah. It's the same yeah, with I'm, using those like magnifying mirrors and like yes. looking at all the weird hair on your face. And you're like, yeah, yeah you know I, I can do without this. I moved a lamp in our living room and discovered like a whole world of dust in like our cur- like our curtains and our blinds. And that was the beginning of this deep. Cl- like I literally I just moved a lamp like maybe three feet and and realized that there was a whole world of, of dustiness that I had never seen because mm-hmm. of the, how di- our, our uh, house is pretty dim, just the, the way the um, windows are set up. And it was just, no one else is going to do it. Like you said, it's not a hotel. Like there's, you're the one who has to maintain it. And the bath is a real, you know, I think also, I think I hate, I hate to be gendered about this, but men are so bad about the oh, bath. Yeah. You know, sure. I got us. I'm so sorry, but it's true. Um, <laughs> I think there's this weird, it's like, it's like, there was, there's a great New York Mag article that I will I will link. I think Kelly Conaboy wrote it, but it's about how guys all have like one towel and it's like kind of like <laughs> like it's like brownish in color and they use it for everything. And it, it's like very it, and everyone was replying to that story being like, oh, my God, this is my ex-boyfriend or like my ex-husband. And they were all exes, by the way, men. Listen up. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny. I think the bath gets into that that territory yeah. of of the argument of people saying it's self-cleaning. Like, you know, we don't, you don't have to, because the soap no. gets on the, it's like, oh my God, please scrub your tub. Just wipe it down once in a while. Please. That's, that's all you got to do. Scrubbing bubbles, whatever, yeah. whatever product so is calling to you. It's so easy. So I would take a bath every once in a while in New York, but I mm. did run into this problem, which was that by the time I got in the bath, all the water was gone and, yeah. and or it was kind of cold. They need to make yeah. something that can keep the water hotter longer. Yeah. Yes. That's the next thing yes. that we'll have to look into. Um, yeah, I don't so know what that is. How many baths do you suspect that you have taken since this purchase? Um, I'm the, the truth is that I never like I, I, I I'm not like a regular like every night I'm going to take a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's like a special occasion treat type of thing for me. So I would say I've probably had this thing for about a year, and I've probably taken like 15 baths. Okay, maybe. that's yeah, a lo- like that's a, kind of a lot of baths. That's at least once a month. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, that's... yeah. I mean, I, I I like I said I loved it as a kid, and then when I was in college, I you know you don't you don't have baths or you have like six roommates and you, you do not want to bathe in a bathtub that you're sharing with six no, other no. people. Probably. That, yeah, that's, I'm on, I'm with you on that. That's yeah. too much. That's yeah. Too much. So I kind of got out of the habit and then, you know, when I moved out on my own and then moved in with my, um, my boyfriend and now husband, we I realized like, Oh, I can take baths again. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why it took me long to remember it. Um, but yeah, so I, so like occasionally when I'm really, if I'm really sore, um, I'm a huge fan of, I just took an Epsom salt bath earlier this week. Do those really uh, work? I, I don't know. Okay. I, <laughs> if it's like placebo, that's enough for me. Okay. I'm with it you. It feels nice. I, I 
I really like the um, the one that I've been using is uh, Epsom salt with coconut oil. So even if like the Epsom salt's not actually doing anything for soreness or muscles, the coconut oil in it like makes me feel feel like dewy and like soft skin and. So there's some oh. some benefit that's happening. See, you would do well in L.A., I think, because mm-hmm. this that's like a very L.A. thing. It's like, oh, I've just, I just put the, the coconut oil in my bathtub <laughs> and like now my muscles feel really good. Like L.A. would love yeah. you. You really should come out. Um, yeah. That is that I think 14 to 15 baths a year feels like a huge luxury to me. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty awesome that you can even take that many I mean we're not children people you know kids take baths like every day but who has the time and if you can truly treat it like a luxury treat experience that's awesome and so you've paid you paid under 10 bucks for it you've used it at least 15 times feels like you're getting your money's worth where do you keep it when you're not um using it um so uh, usually like right after the bath I just kind of leave it on the um the edge of the bathtub so it can like dry off a little bit so it doesn't get that funky like because it is rubber yeah so, so if that, I were like, to like mildewy kind of thing yeah so I let it dry on the like the edge of the tub and then um eventually it finds its way under the sink like under our vanity um just kind of in with where like toilet paper and like Epsom salts and all that kind of stuff lives totally okay that so. is a really good recommendation and I will tell yeah. you before we take a quick break that I got this recommendation from my friend Hallie, who is really, I think, just kind of eco, I would describe her as eco sensitive. Like she's always kind of being thoughtful about like what she uses and like her, the the amount of stuff that she wastes. And I, I think she tweeted or Instagrammed once that like, if there's shower or so if you have the shower on and you are kind of waiting for it to warm up and you're just letting all that water go, she said she collects hers in like a bucket and she uses mm. that water to wa- water her plants and then she doesn't feel so bad about... That's so smart. Right? About like letting the water run and then you don't feel bad about like kind of leaving the shower on for five minutes while you're like, well, it's not at my correct temperature yet. <laughs> she just leaves kind of like a pitcher in the bathtub. The water goes in there while it's heating up and then she just takes it out and uses it to like water her plants or like... Like, you can wash a dish with it because it's totally clean, like, usable water. She'll just bring it to the sink. And I was like, oh, that's smart. And I feel like after you take a bath, plants don't care if the water's dirty. It just, like, has to be water. Um, You could literally, like, take bath water and, like, water your plants. So if you don't have plants, just buy some plants, and then you'll feel better about the baths that you take. But I thought that was a really thoughtful it is. in in the way that, you know, people bring around biodegradable forks and, you know, like the metal straws. It's like, here's a tiny thing that doesn't mm-hmm. take so much extra effort and it will make you feel like that luxury thing that you're treating yourself to isn't, yeah. you know, contributing to the doom of our planet. Um, yeah, I love those little suggestions because it can feel so overwhelming and and like I can't do enough and right. So and you yeah, should like be able to like enjoy little... your bath without feeling yeah. guilty. But then you can think about you know okay, well if I'm my worry is that I'm wasting water and I have to water all these plants, I'll just use the water that I don't use. And it's like oh that's really smart. So I will I will also link to Hallie's account. She's an amazing artist and she's so smart. Um, but I remember getting that idea from her and thinking like huh like. That's a thoughtful person. Um, Erica, that is an awesome recommendation. I'm really excited to share that with listeners. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. This is G Thanks Just Bought It. And I am here with Erica Lee Mills. Erica, remind people or tell people for the first time where they can follow you on Instagram. Yeah, so my uh, Instagram handle is um, sweet underscore P underscore Lee. 
P-E-A-L-E-I-G-H. Awesome. So I thought about bringing something not technically on theme. It's not a bath product with your item, but on theme in the sense that it also is under $10. And what I came up with, I scoured my um, my apartment uh yesterday thinking about what I really thought I wanted to talk about and my eyes landed upon my jewelry box um, and in my jewelry box I have what I paid nine dollars for on Amazon called the diamond dazzle dazzle stick um, which is the dumbest name I've ever heard of uh, and what it is it is a it is a jewelry cleaner but it is a little it's like a tied to go pen but for jewelry and I don't have a ton of jewelry. I'm not like a big jewelry person. I have my engagement ring and my wedding ring. I have a ring that I bought um, at a farmer's market in Los Angeles two years ago. I have a necklace that I don't clean because I don't think it needs to be cleaned. And like other just random stuff from from Madewell. And I have also I have amazing. I just got recently started getting into earrings. My mother-in-law um, gifted me a pair of earrings for my wedding after years of having my ears pierced but not wearing earrings because I thought I was allergic to everything in earrings it just turns out I I can only wear expensive earrings <laughs> like if I wear like um like a target earring I get like a migraine oh uh, wow it sucks it's really unfortunate is it like is it the nickel I think it's the nickel yeah my best friend yeah. Rachel who is definitely listening to this um will be laughing because we were shopping a few months ago and I like went up you are you I assume you've seen home alone right oh of course you know when he's like is this toothbrush recommended by the American <laughs> I went up to the woman at like Ann Taylor Loft and I was like excuse me are these nick- earrings nickel free and Rachel just burst out <laughs> laughing and like wouldn't talk to me she's like I don't want to be associated with you in this store did she did she know no of course not the woman was like I don't know it was literally the home alone scene I was like are these earrings nickel free and she's like I don't know like they and I should have just shopped Lifted them and really completed. Yeah, you should have just run out. I should have just run out um, <laughs> and just completed the scene. So now I'm into earrings, but I think I clean those differently. But when it comes to cleaning my rings, I was searching for, you know, I'm like, I'm not a big jewelry person, so I don't want to buy one of those big, bulky jewelry cleaners. If you're yeah. like Zsa Zsa Gabor, I get it. You probably need one, but I only have like the one ring that I really want to keep clean. And this was exactly the same experience that you had with the, like, the drain stopper, which was like, I was like, oh, I, w- I wish this thing existed. And then the second you Google it, you're like, it does exist. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the Diamond Dazzle Stick is this, like, tied-to-go pen for jewelry. Um, it has one of those clickers that, like, when you twist it, like, the stuff comes out and hits the oh, brush. Yeah. And then you just sort of, like, clean your jewelry. I mean, it's, like, super self-explanatory. Um, and I do see a huge difference. And when I got engaged... One of my friends, Kara, gave me, um, along with, like, this very cute little, uh, like, card and, a, like, some champagne gummy bears to say congratulations, this very cute package thing called, um, like, bling wipes, which mm-hmm. are essentially, like, wet wipes for your engagement ring. Oh, it yeah. was really, really cute. And I really loved them. And I used them really sparingly because I loved them so much. And when I ran <laughs> out of them, I was like, I need, I kind of, I forgot what they were called or, like, you know, I used the last yeah. one. I had tossed the packaging and then I was looking for them again and I couldn't fi- figure it out. So I think I had typed in like um, like jewelry cleaner to go and yeah. <laughs> landed upon this stick. And it is, so is it super like a interesting. Yes. It kind of looks like a paintbrush. Okay. So you take off the top and you like click down. It's like when you put on eyeliner and you have to like twist the thing at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. And then the whatever the... Um, substances like hits the paintbrush and then you kind of like brush your ring and then you just pour water over it and I swear it's shinier and cleaner and you don't 
feel like you're spending like I don't know I don't have room for like a $90 jewelry cleaner for my one ring that I care about keeping clean (laughs) and so this does the trick I keep it in my purse I use it like once a month it's worth $9 to me um and I don't think about it that often this is another one of those products it's like it hasn't changed my life but it's certainly brought a uh a, a like a, a modicum of, of of convenience to something that I would mm-hmm. otherwise be like, well, I guess my ring is just dirty now, or I guess I'm going to spend $90 for like the big <laughs> tub of jewelry cleaner. Yeah. Well, and I know I had, I have a wedding, just a wedding band because my husband and I eloped. So we were never engaged. We just like, oh my God, cool. We snuck off to Las Vegas and got married and didn't tell anybody we were even going on a vacation. Is and this a recommendation was, that you would give people to elope? Because uh, w- I planned um, a wedding and I. One million percent, <laughs> yes, I would. I absolutely would. Okay. Tell yeah. me more. Well, now we have to talk more about that. So, so you didn't tell okay. any, but like, tell me, we tell me t- a little bit about this. Yeah. So we had been together for five years. So it wasn't, like, you know, oh, let's just be like celebrities and go get married in Las Vegas and then, you know, whatever. But so we've been together for a while. We knew we were going to end up getting married, but we, you know, we just hadn't gotten engaged yet. We lived together. Everything was kind of like fine as is, but we knew we needed to, you know, solidify and it's something we wanted to do. And my, um, my sister is younger than me. She's five years younger. And she did like the whole shebang, like she did the whole thing, like the whole real, I don't want to say real, like the whole traditional big wedding at a venue and and stuff. And it was like fun to do that with her. But as an event planner, Mm -hmm. I think your assumption would be that my dream of dreams would be to plan my wedding and all, but like it truly was not. So totally get it. Yeah. So we, um, we did not tell, um, any of our parents, uh, on my husband's parents or my parents or step parents or anybody. Um, I think I had told my closest friends, like two of my, my very best friends. And, um, he told a couple of his best friends and we, we just, we planned it for a few months. We oh got the God. tickets. Um, so we found awesome. this, yeah, we found this, um, little like couple that will meet you anywhere you want in Vegas to do your wedding. And, um, they, like the wife is the photographer and the husband is the officiant. And, um, we he, like just talked to via email and then we met on the corner in the arts district area <laughs> near oh, my this, God. yeah, like, and, uh, in front of this mural of the Las Vegas sign, like we didn't do the actual Las Vegas and we did a mural of the Las Vegas sign uh-huh. and had this amazing intimate like wedding ceremony where we wrote our own vows and they recorded it for us but like we didn't share it with anybody so truly the only people who like heard our vows to one another are us and the officiant so they they were just it was just us that was there and to experience it and then as soon as we were done the photographer took a picture of us holding a sign I had made that said just married and we literally texted it to our parents (laughs) What was their reaction? Uh, they were so excited. I oh. mean, they they had. I mean, they didn't even know that they that we were not in Ohio. Like they didn't. Oh, they didn't know at all. My God! And are both uh, your families from Ohio? Uh, his family's in Indiana, okay. and my family is in Ohio. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> my poor mom was at work, and like she has a job that like doesn't allow, like she can't just be like at her desk and like check her her text and then like call me immediately. So like she got this text message on a break and then had to like wait to call. It was, oh, it was torture. It was, my God, it was awful. But um, they were all really really happy and excited, and I think it really we've always been the type to the type of people to just kind of like do our own thing mm-hmm. in whatever way makes the most sense for us. And it was really fun. And then we had like a few days in Vegas together and like 
you know, social media can be like terrible 90% of the time, but totally. like announcing that to our friends and family was one of the most fun things ever. Cause nobody knew. Imagine. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I, when we came back, we yeah. just like had a couple of like smaller, like we, we basically said, if you would, you know, we, we didn't plan a reception or anything. Mm-hmm. We just said like, we got married. That's it. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and a couple of people, you know, my mom did a dinner and in little, you know, so things like that, nice. which were wonderful, but yeah, it was so great. And stress free. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I imagine that look, weddings are crazy. You know, I wrote a book about literally <laughs> like how crazy weddings get. Um, I know, and I know my mother-in-law, my mom both listened to this and my dad, um, listened to this podcast, so I can't say too much about how I (laughs) wish I had eloped. Um, but no, I loved my wedding. I had a great time the year leading up to the wedding, all of the planning, the questions, the checks that you have to write, Mm -hmm. the decisions that you have to make about things that you don't really care about, but they're forced to care about. Um, it is really overwhelming. It puts your relationship, it tests your relationship. And if you, and it's very easy to lose sight of why you're getting married in the first place and it is not to have a wedding um weddings are really fun I would have never I I always wanted one and I knew I was going to have one but I don't think I always thought I would want to plan one and I was correct it was it was really difficult it just like who has the time like who has the time and there's I mean there's plenty of people who have the time but I think more than the time I think there are a lot of people who are very very gifted at and yeah. planning things like weddings. Like I have a lot of friends who are geniuses at, at event planning for mm-hmm. kind of things like this. Like I could do an event planning for a non-wedding, but wedding planning is like, Oh yeah. You're just signing. It's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of decisions. It's a lot of opinions. And I think yeah. that like, you don't even know, even if you're like, we're going to do it chill and we're going to go our own way and we're going to do our own thing. It becomes like a behemoth that yeah. by the end of it, you're kind of like, Oh God, thank God. I don't have to do this again. Right. Well, and early on when we, we decided we were going to do it, you know, I had, we had like, well, what should we tell this person? Should we, should we just have a couple people come? Mm. And it just immediately. It's spot, too, like, right. If it's Before this person, even, then it's that person, and my cousins, yeah, and, and then like, your aunt and uncle, and then the baby. Right, and it's, like, chill, right. it's like all of a sudden 500 people are coming. Yep. And then you have to be worried about like who can afford to come or yeah. or, in, or you're, you're like you don't care. And then they're like resent. I don't know. There's just yep. so many like create like family dynamics that yep. are just bananas. And there's a lot. So we just like flew past all of that. So Amazing. all of that to say, I'll, I, ha- I have a wedding band. Yeah. I don't have an engagement ring. Awesome. And um, I had not had it cleaned for the whole, like since <laughs> i bought it we bought uh, we bought it on etsy it's like a it's amazing it's this like 1950s wedding band and it came in their original jewelry box from the jewelry store it was it's i love it i'm obsessed with it um but it uh had never been cleaned like since i put it on my finger and one of the stones fell out and it's actually funny Mm. that you picked something jewelry related because my dad is a jeweler oh wow and he like apprenticed with my uncle so like my whole family they're all jewelers and they do like repairs and stuff Mm -hmm. so um my dad like replaced one of the stones and cleaned it for me. And it was like a whole, whole new, new ring. ring. And for whatever reason, it's like, Oh, it has to be a whole thing where I have to like take it to my dad or take it to the jeweler to get right. it clean. So like knowing you can just do that at home and not invest in the whole totally. thing. That's a great yeah. idea. It's kind of like washing your own car. Like I imagine yeah. like going to the professional place, it'll look a little bit better. But like, if you just got to do like a little quick touch up and like run the vacuum over the seat because you ate chips in the car, um, <laughs> like, you know, just do it yourself. And then like, we you know, once a year you go in and get like the works, you yeah. know, um, did you, did you find the stone or do you have to have it replaced? It was just gone forever. Okay. I, I think it might be in our basement because I, <laughs> I noticed it when I was doing laundry 
oh in the basement. Gosh. But that could just be like because I noticed it there. I'm just imagining that there's a loose diamond somewhere in my basement that somebody someday sure. will find. I totally get but, it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't actually have any idea. Yeah, this $9 pen is a really good holdover. And I honestly, I keep it with my Tide pen and my lip gloss and my lip chapstick like in that pouch inside my purse that just holds, you know, like mm-hmm. extra pairs of headphones and other crap um, and like Does old it Jolly Rancher wrappers. <laughs> does it clean um like the stone and the metal yeah it does it kind of it shines everything up now my friend okay. tessa who is also and you could, i want you to ask your dad and give us an update when this when this episode airs but like okay. my friend tessa has worked in jewelry forever and she's like you know a lot of jewelry cleaners just windex and i was yeah. like i do not know that is that true he uses mr clean oh my god Okay, well that yeah. that's a tip that's a tip beyond itself. So like no one really should be buying yeah. the ninety dollar jewelry cleaner. Just buy yeah. a thing of Mr. Clean. So he just like he has, sprays it down. No, he has um so he ha- he has this like um little metal thing. I don't actually know what it's doing. It's like buzzing constantly. So mm-hmm. anytime I get a call from my dad and he's like at his shop, he's either like tinking with like a little hammer on a onto something metal and sure. I can just hear it in the background or I can hear the buzzing of the cleaner and the cleaner is just this little metal like tin container thing that plugs in and there's some sort of I don't know electricity thing happen. I don't know if it's like vibrating or wow. making it warm or something but he sure. puts Mr. Clean in it and then he soaks everything in there and then afterwards he like uses up like a steam polisher thingy like a foot pedal I'm using like none of the official terms for any of these things, but I'm just imagining like as a 10 year old, like what I, I'm describing it as though I were 10 visiting my dad at work, like that is so some sort of like warm steam, like yes. blows everything off. And then it's like this sparkly, amazing. Well, that's thing. what I'm talking about with like the professional car wash yeah. versus like taking a sponge and just cleaning uh-huh. your car. Like you'll get a good, you know, like you're not going to wax your car yourself, but like if you need your car to look clean, like you can take some water and, you know, wipe it down. Like. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel about this ring is I think this probably this pen is probably just like Windex in a more convenient form. Um, yeah. But it does the job. And I really do notice that when I clean it, um, it feels shinier. I feel like it it attracts more light. And, um, you know, these rings are on your hands and like they go everywhere. And so, yeah. you know, who knows? Like, I feel like we should be cleaning them more. Um Probably. And, right. And so that's why I got this pen. Um, and I really like it. And so I'm glad that we themed to, you know, under $10 recommendations because these are the things that I feel like makes this podcast so much fun, which is like, yeah, here's this $8 thing I didn't know existed. But like, and it also it's not it's not like I'm writing home about it, but it, it's also right. just like, hey, if, if you ever thought like, hey, there has to be a more convenient way to clean my jewelry. Like, here you go. <laughs> I would even say you could probably just spray it with Windex and just wipe it off with a paper towel or a fiber you yeah. know, like a fiber cloth or whatever. Um, yeah. Erica, thank you so much for joining us. Sanji, thanks, just bought it. Um, I am so excited that you were able to come and talk to us. I will link to her product recommendation and also her Instagram account in the show notes. Uh, she is great, and I hope we stay friends and stay in touch. <laughs> um, and I'm so excited that you were able to come. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a treat. Absolutely. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week for another episode. And remember, you can follow the podcast on Instagram. We crowdsource recommendations. We hear from listeners. We hear about the things that are working and not working for you. It's super fun. Come and join us. Um, The account is gthanksjustboughtitpod. And follow us there. We'll see you next week.
my basic nightmare is getting my period and then realizing, yeah, we have not one single tampon in my house. If you've ever dug through every purse you own, praying to find one crumpled tampon from 2006 to hold you over while you speed at 80 miles an hour to the nearest pharmacy, you know what I'm talking about. And you need Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. You want to hear something crazy? The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. But Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their products. They're 100% natural, and they're easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going in your body. Even better, Lola subscriptions are fully customizable and they get delivered to you at the frequency you need. Want just tampons and liners? Cool. Just pads, nothing else? You got it. You choose your personal level of absorbency, number of boxes, and how often or not you need them. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. There's no annual subscription or minimal dollar amount you need to spend to take advantage of everything Lola has to offer. For 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter G thanks when you subscribe. <laughs> 